Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This week on Up to 90, we talk... Marky Mark. Marky Mark. You know, he was the first poster that gave me the feelings. I'm sure I told you I the story. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. you told me. I mean... He is stunned, but he's a bit... What about his um his regime thing that I saw recently? Oh, yeah, the regime. I was going to save... Will we save it for the end? Yeah, we'll save it the regime. It's yeah. quite entertaining, oh, I must say. Good. I do, every now and again, I just... I think about not getting that single cheeseburger, and I just... I screenshot his regime. Oh, and every yeah. now and again, I return. I'm like, you're either... Pick a lane. You're either that person or you're this oh, yeah. person. So you know, I always go for the cheeseburger. I do have an issue with the shame attached to McDonald's these days. What's going on with that? I had a McDonald's breakfast today. Someone at work got it you for me. You didn't. And. It's, do you know what? Isn't it quite the tasty old breakfast? It is quite the tasty old breakfast. Now, I had actually had four okay, rice cakes here we go. in the car. Oh, here we go. No, but I wasn't go. having a... Marky Mark no. regime herself. No, but I, I'm like, my food clock is a 48-hour clock. I have one day where I'm not too hungry, and then the next day I'm really, really hungry, and okay. I can eat, like, a bodybuilder or something. So I'd had my four rice cakes, and I was actually full. And then I got the message going... You know, the picture of McDonald's, you in. I couldn't say no, because I knew I'd regret it if I didn't. But it was the meal. It was the double sausage meal. A double sausage. Emma, stop. This is a family-friendly podcast. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90 with Emma and Julie. The sausage is delicious, right? And now I'm funny about sausage. I am fussy good. about sausage. Well, you see, I prefer bacon, I but it's too—it's never crisp enough. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just too risky. So anyway, the because I sausage. like an incinerated rasher. Yes, That's what I like, and it's so hard to get. What is with people undercooking their bacon in this country? They just don't have—they just don't have the time. It's, I it's want all gone a, mad. an incinerated. Rasher. We need That's people. What I want. Do you know what it is? People need to get off the phones and just cook the fucking rashers. Oh, we're just God. not giving ourselves the time. I'm just sick of what. Again, you know, so many people. It's like they spend so long perfecting the angle of their fucking burrito or whatever it is. It's <laughs> like, listen, take the time to t- cook the fucking rasher. I know because you can choose for lencha filter. You can 
choose, I don't know, fucking high glow. Yeah, but that's but not going to take from the fact your rasher is undercooked. Yeah. The fat. I'd be sending it back. Food porn 101. <laughs> I'd be sending yeah. it back. <laughs> so I got the double sausage and it arrived. Now, my colleague had made the mistake of getting tea and leaving the tea bag in. Anyone who knows me knows that I like extremely weak tea. In and out. <coughs> in That's you all over. In, out. In, out. That's yeah. it. In, out. Job done. That's all I want. I wasn't hungry enough for it, Judy. I finished it, but by the end of it, my vision was blurred. I was... I Do was you think you were getting gassed? <laughs> uh, I just, you might want to listen back, guys, to the episode <laughs> two weeks ago. You got gassed. We got gassed. Um, no, I just kept groaning. Oh, letting out big groans all the time. You just, weren't able for the double sausage, no, you see. No, I wasn't. And you see, but that's I, you, Emma, all over. You're such a pleaser. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? You go with it. You don't want to upset anyone. Everyone's having a good time. But you just... And I'm a fast eater. Weren't I? Yeah. And I just absolutely horsed it into me. Okay. Are you a fast eater? Yeah. Okay. It's been commented on several times. So, um, yeah. But it was still a good experience. But I was just... Do you know what I mean? Every 20 minutes... Oh. Funny about the tea, because my dad was actually giving out at Christmas about oh, yeah. how Americans can't make tea. So it was going on and on and on about how Americans mm-hmm. can't make tea as he was making a pot of tea. And then I poured out the fucking tea and it was water. I said, you can give out about Americans all you want, but at least they put a fucking tea bag in the pot, Dad. He hadn't put a tea bag I think in. It was a bit of a still Alice moment, to be honest. I probably shouldn't joke about it. Yeah, the McDonald's thing is funny. You know, when you <laughs> see someone you know at McDonald's and they're always like, oh, I'm just here because their coffee is really nice. Oh, yeah, there's always and a story. And you have to be like, I'm just here to meet my drug dealer. Like, that's the only legitimate reason to be McDonald's these days. Yeah, it's like when you see somebody, you know, getting a burger at three o'clock in the morning. There's always a story behind it. Like, you're just out in the piss. Um, you're locked, love. You're absolutely hammered. Ketch- Do you find this with the ketchups in McDonald's that they're so reticent giving them out? What's the story with the ketchups? Yeah, I think there was three breakfasts bought and I think there was three sachets. But why do you have to ask for a sachet? Like anyone who's given out a ba- like a double sausage meal do- minus, uh, yeah. this, minus at least two sachets. There's a good reason You need for a sachet it. per sausage. There's a good a reason. A sachet per sausage? <laughs> well, because you've got the hash brown. A pache pizza. <laughs> Do you remember that when Fred was trying yeah. to say sell Kells as like a place you want to live in? Pasha. We've got Centre, we've got a Pasha Pizza. That was a bad day for the relationship. Oh, sorry, Spar. He obviously said Spar. Oh, yeah, Spar. I'm going to keep that fire burning. Do you get the hash brown? Why? It's the thinking. Why do, why do you get one sachet? You get one sachet because it was since the whole... 9-11, not being able to get your fucking lipstick and foundation onto a flight. It's all about making bombs out of fluids. Yeah. They're a huge corporate organization. Well, they have a responsibility. So they don't want people getting three sachets and making a fucking bomb. I, I'm telling you, that's what it is. I just think the price we're paying for security, it's too high. In like terms every of now sashes. and again when they take my Rimmel instant tan off me and oh, tell me it has to be less than 100 mils, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry, the terrorists are winning in that but case. But you know what the worst They're thing winning, is, Emma. You know when you just, you nip over the water to our friends in England and you're like, oh, I'll just bring the hand luggage. And then you're like, I've no fucking makeup. Do you know what pisses me off? Um, and it's happened to me twice. And it really annoys me. Hmm. Twice. 
you're going to wire security, not a bother. Mm. Okay, you go over for your weekend to London. Your friend books the, the airport and accidentally books you into an airport in Essex. Okay, you spent £160 <laughs> on a so Uber. Remember Do this. you remember this one? Yeah. Um, funny. But yeah, like that weekend, and it's happened to me twice. Irish security, no problem. Good to go. English security coming back. They will not let you bring your fucking Mac foundation. They're robbing us. So they keep. They keep it because it is technically 125 mils. But Dublin Airport, not a bother. But every time they, let they the, get us. Yeah, they let the rimmel go through, not and the And you Mac. know what? I kind of wish, you know, yeah, it would really annoy me. How much is a Mac Foundation these days? Well, it's 35? Like, it's like 35. But it's just, it just fucking says it all. Do you know what I mean? Like the Dublin security are like, whatever. Like I can remember not so long ago. I think it was that weekend. And like, you know, they ask all the questions and mm. like, you know, one of the questions, because I just even like I'm totally innocent, but I'm just in perpetual panic mode in an airport. Like we've all seen banged up. You're kind of, you're, oh, isn't that your biggest fear? The, but it, do you love it? Absolutely. I haven't watched it in about, I'd say, a year and I a half. Found but I found a couple of new episodes, it. but I don't think there's, you see, you know, the way then they call it locked up abroad. Because I think uh, banged up means a totally different thing in other uh, countries. But there are a couple. Yeah, I saw. I found a new one recently. It was great. But like, so I always just go around with a perpetual, just furrowed brow when I'm like, you know, on airport security. Yeah, but you are quite a panicked person. Most yeah, of the no, time. generally I had to laugh. I had to do an ad during the week, to go and to the director came you. to me like really serious conversation. Oh, hashtag spam. She was like. Um, <laughs> Okay, I don't know if you'd be able to do this, right? Why but are they we're thinking, English? could you do? Why are they always English? Because we're always like English person lead us. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we just English, all these fucking directors always, always, always. And it's always that accent. It's always that. Listen, um, what you're doing is great, but is there any chance? Could you just do like a lamed? Could you my do like, do a lamb? <laughs> my darling. I just imagine like, oh my god, this is like the worst thing that's ever happened, and like. But as she was speaking, she was like, that's it. That's the face. And I hadn't even started yet. Because <laughs> that's just my face. Like, I'm just perpetually furrowed. But that time, that weekend where we flew into Essex and had to get the Uber for £160, um, we uh, we were going through and your man, like, to, I'm always being stopped because I'm perpetually furrowed. I'm always yeah. stopped for random checks. Like, so he was like, do you have any drugs in the bag? And of course you go into panic. You know, you start spewing. Like, you're like, no, do I, I don't do, do drugs. I but you feel like, listen, I once knew bum. this guy who, like, he did drugs. But I swear, I mean. There could be residue in my bag. So you just go into panic. But I was like, no, like, I don't do drugs. Absolutely not. Do you know my dad always gets stopped for the extra search? No way. Yeah. It's like a family tradition. Anytime we go anywhere, and we don't, people. we don't go. Like we don't, we're not like frequent flyers at all. We never went. I think they stop. But it's I, just so yeah, funny. Yeah, I think they stop anyone who looks like they've got nothing to lose. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's why they stop me. But you're, I was like, no, I don't do drugs. Blah, blah blah. And the security guy. This is on my on my mother's life. So he gives me back the bag, and this could only happen in Ireland, yeah. by the way. He gives me back the bag. And says, by the way, everyone does drugs. 100% true story. No. And we had, I laughed nervously because I didn't know was this a test or not. Oh, but I just went to my very operation. way. But the second you said, yeah, just the SWAT team <laughs> come down and pin you to the floor. <laughs> so, but look, he let yeah, me do with my Mac foundation. But he did make me carry drugs across the border. It was the only thing. But it's small price to pay to get that 125 mils in. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, but you, you were put, you were backed into a corner. Backed into a corner. Look, maybe we need to start a petition about it. I mean, I really don't care enough. I don't either. I didn't put ketchup on my double sausage. Oh my god, you sick bitch! Okay, no, it's very moist. Just Julie. straight down, <laughs> rough ass. Um, two bites max. I'm gonna start this week. Oh yeah, you work away there. This week, I'm gonna talk, uh, Marky Mark. Yeah, tell us. Would you be a fan? I mean, he's all right, but I, 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 I hear a lot of bad stuff about him. But then I wasn't too keen on Vanilla Ice. But you heard a lot of bad stuff about me, and look at us now. I know, that's true. Do you remember you didn't like me when you first met me, because I'd be wandering around saying things like, does anyone want to lift? And you're like, this fucking, I'm not buying what she's selling. <laughs> and look at us now, Emma. I know. <laughs> no, but um, you were super nice. And I was just like, oh, please, bitch. Uh, but sure, I'm not then. Like, you know, if those WhatsApp audios got released, Jesus, it'd be as bad as David Beckham's emails where he asked to be made, uh, ni- oh, yeah. you know, where he the asked worst. to be knighted. Like, it would the just be one of those scenarios. For you now, I think. Um, People yeah. would expect it from me, but not from you. Not for you. You so like you you're have the power here. You're worse you have than, all the power. You're worse like than if me. I said I've got some bitchy audios from Emma, they'd be like, Yeah, of course. Like whereas <laughs> I think <laughs> I think if you were like, Listen, I we we did I have to say we peaked this week, didn't we? That was bad. Those screenshots, lads, there's no know this, know this. If you have both myself and Emma as a mutual friend on social media, expect screenshots. Know yeah. that they're happening. Know that you're being ridiculed. It's coming from a good place. Yeah, it's coming from a place of love. It's all. coming from a place of absolute love. And also, I think what's nice about rivalry. us is that we do actually say to the person then, don't we? <laughs> we do, yeah. We do, actually. Like, we totally... Well, I do. <laughs> well, you do when I say, I'm so sorry about Emma. Like, I just... <laughs> She's having a really bad time at the moment. She, but no, we do. We always, when we have a couple of shanties and we're out with the person, like we do always say, but just in the interim, oh my God, it's just I fantastic. Know. I'm going to talk Marky Mark. But should we both at our period, so it's fine. Oh, for fuck's sake, when do I not have my period? Sure, I said this to you the other day. I've been only going out with Fred for nine months and he's literally been with me for 24 periods. Like, it's just not right. Periods. That's just sound like kind of a 90s it boy sounds, band song. It sounds I love like you a- one, period, <laughs> two, period. No, this I love you for your three and four, period. No, it sounds like you're one, uh, the song. What was it? There are nine million bicycles. Oh my God, what happened that? Who was that your one? What was that one's name? I want to. It wasn't. My I'm mother feeling. used to love her with the black curly hair. Katie Mellowa. Katie Mellowa. That's it. How do you remember oh, all just, these peeps? I was inspired there. I just grabbed it out of the back if of my brain. You ever, ever Fallen went out? Enough, oh my God. Um. Anyway, so American actor Mark Wahlberg. What I think is interesting about him, right? So obviously he started out as a bit of a teen pop idol. Yeah, so if you sorry, will. the brother was in... Zany. Was in what What was the band? New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the okay, Block. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, of course... So he had the fame first, did he? So basically, uh, take him back. So uh, yeah. 
Mark Wahlberg, he started out as a teen pop idol, but I think what's interesting about him now is like he basically was one of the few guys who went from being a ridiculous 90s icon mm. to being a totally legit um you know actual acclaimed actor okay yeah. now well, big huge movies like yeah huge so like i just think it's in- interesting like obviously i absolutely fancy the iris of him like really now i was mm. totally obsessed um because i mean and you know it's it's interesting because he was he was like the first poster as i said who did give me the feelings mm. but uh, one poster which I encountered there when I was researching this podcast. Do you remember he had the poster of himself and Kate Moss, and she's topless for Calvin Klein. Oh yes, yes, yes. And yes, in yes. recent times, actually, Kate Moss has talked about how uncomfortable she was because she was only fifteen in that picture. Uh, what yeah. age was he? he so was he holding her from behind or something? What way was he's that? Ha- yeah, he's placed behind her, yeah. but she's like obviously topless, and they're in the jeans and all that. He like okay, he wouldn't have been like he was older than her, but it's not like he, he wouldn't have been like dirty old man kind but of thing. But at the same time, is fifteen. I mean, it's pretty uncomfortable for anybody, really, isn't it? I mean, it's too young. Like when you suggested that one for our photo shoot for the show, I was like Emma. I just thought we needed to sell tickets to me. Do you know what? Actually, we should do that sometime. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, so uh he what now super interesting. Okay, so childhood. So he's eight siblings, okay? Obviously sorry. comes sorry, sorry, sorry. He's eight what? He's eight siblings. It's like a fancy word for brothers and sisters. Yes. Yeah, it's siblings. Siblings. So no, anyway no, no no there's no 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 no. Okay, moving on. So anyway, Mark Siblings. So Mark Robert Jenny, Michael Wahlberg was born no June tea. the 5th in 1971. Yeah, I, stop it. Siblings. That's how I say it. That's how it's being said. This is my, this is my life. This is my life. You don't know my story. Okay. Is so. that why you were a twin? Because you couldn't say the word siblings. Is that why? Did your parents say, oh, no, we'll just have to leave it now because Julie can't say sibling. <laughs> go on, sibling, go on. June 5th, 1971. Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, is born in Dancaster in Boston. Yeah. So born in, oh, sorry, Dorchester in Boston. So he's born in Dorchester, real working like class Dad's area. Like Dad's bishop. His, well, how so? <laughs> Two brothers. I mean, I can think of one or two differences between Des and Aiden Bishop and the Wahlbergs, but... Comedy, bro. Um, I thought, I just want <laughs> us to actually do one thing. I, I've said this, that I cannot remember the last time I had a conversation with a comedian other than you, Emma. That didn't involve somebody coming out with that statement. I know, it was, it was me being It's ironic. such a how you doing. I know. I love it. Okay. Des and Aiden, if you're out there, please keep listening and supporting the Do podcast. Thanks, we appreciate um, it. Dorchester, Boston, he's born into this family at eight siblings. Lings. Do yeah, you want, there you go. Are you happier if I say it like yeah, that? Yeah, it's only okay. for yourself. Um, working class district, as I said. Uh, his parents divorced when he was eleven, and mm-hmm. he. What, what What is so fascinating about him? So basically, just at a really shit time, he was in a lot of trouble, doing a lot of petty crime, got involved in drugs, mm-hmm. uh, dropped out of school at fourteen, 
uh, dropped out of school at 14. And now this is where things get a little bit sketchy, where we go down kind of, you know, a bit of a Mel Gibson Avenue. So uh-huh. he, when he was 16, he savagely beat up two Vietnamese men trying to rob them. Right. Savagely beat them up. Okay. Uh, leaving one man blinded. Now, I found in one source they said that one of the men was left blinded in one eye, uh, but I couldn't find any other sources to corroborate that. But everyone did, like, all sources were saying it was an absolutely savage beating. So he was sentenced to two years. At that point, he had 25, 25 offences on his re- record. When he was in prison, he credited jail. So he was sentenced to two years. It was actually reduced to 45 days because he kind of became, like, a model prisoner. Like, mm. you know, that kind of three, 60 turnaround that you read about so it was in prison he was always kind of a fit guy but in prison he quit the drugs weaned himself off the drugs um, and like wow. he would have been like an open drug dealer like an openly drug dealing like when he was like a young teenager like crazy stuff yeah. uh, quit the drugs and he said like he just realised that prison he was at his lowest point and prison was just not what he wanted to do but like I think what so, isn't sorry do you how long was he in prison? He was only in prison for 45 days then. Oh, So okay. he was sentenced to two years, but then only ended up serving right, 45 okay. days. So around the same time, so you asked kind of what came first, New Kids in the Block, Marky Mark, who was actually the first famous sib Ling. Yeah. Um, Donny Wahlberg. So his brother Donny at the time when he was in jail was actually in this band, New Kids on the Block. Right. But actually, Mark had been an original member, but he dropped out of the band because he was like, no, like this is too squeaky clean for me. Okay. Wasn't feeling the whole boy band thing whatsoever. Yeah. And like, again, like I suppose you have to frame people against like their background because he, like three of his brothers... He mm. said himself like that at this time in his life, three of his brothers had done jail time. He said his sister had been in and out of prison more times than he could remember. So like they're very much like a conveyor belt. OK, so it was just their norm. Jail the whole time. So like it's kind of amazing that Danny like did say, I want to go down this whole like boy band, squeaky clean route. Yeah. Uh, kind of route. Mark was having none of it. So he actually set up his own thing called Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, um, which, I mean, doesn't I mean, sound cheesy at all, Mark. Oh, Mark. But anyway, um, so he was a bad boy rapper who danced in his boxers. And as we all know, look, I mean, musically speaking, there was nothing going on. Um, Rolling Stone, of course, named him the worst male singer um, in 92. Oh. Um, but of course, what was picked up on uh, was the bot. Okay, so David Gavin, who was a producer, realized this guy is a cash cow. I mean, you look back at the pictures, and I think it sounds terrible. I'm so sorry. I hate admitting this, but the whole bad boy thing as well, I'm sorry, just adds to the appeal. Like it does. Even now, like you look back at these pictures, he's got this kind of rug, like mm. rug, like rugged face. Uh, incredibly handsome but also the body just wow like just unbelievable body so Calvin Klein were all about him 1992 he kind of turned into a bit of a jackass uh, being honest in 1992 we wrote a book called do you want to guess what the book was called Marky Mark Marky Mark okay uh, it was called Marky Mark and he dedicated to it to his penis I know. Oh. You know, one of those. So kids are slagging about that now. God. But I suppose that would have, would that have been around the same time that Madonna was getting all sexy, sexy? Maybe that was quite. Thank you. The you were reading my mind. Thank you for mentioning Madonna. 
okay because my next point at the same time he was getting into a lot of fights but people I think were kind of laughing along you know oh Marky Mark Scuffle you here, know bit of, yeah. he, here he is from Southie notorious like uh, rough and tough district in Boston etc like here he is ruffling a few fled feathers in Hollywood so nobody really took much notice he did get into a bit of a when I say a serious enough fight a big enough altercation with Madonna and her Ooh. security guards at an event. So that garnered him a lot of attention. Got a lot of attention. Yeah. Uh, See, it's purely why he did it. Pure publicity stunt. Yeah. Like, obviously. But then a little later, he was um, in Britain. He was on a British talk show. And there was this rapper called Shabba Banks. He got into a bit of controversy, a bit of hot water, uh, Marky Mark. Because unbelievable statement from this guy. So Shabba Banks said that gay people should be crucified. Okay. Okay. So absolutely, like obviously, totally outlandish statement to make, and Marky Mark just sat there saying nothing. So he didn't interject, and people took his silence as obviously incredibly homophobic. Now, mm. and interestingly, of course, you were talking about Madonna and how Carolatively at this time, like she was really embracing the gay community, really giving them a platform. Yeah. You know, express your sexuality, be free, etc. And you know, then you have this guy saying, you know, gay gays should be crucified were his exact words. Mm. And Marky Mark sits there and says nothing. So he very much got vilified for that. And a, a little after when he turned to the States, he um, got embroiled in, uh, in a situation where he was charged with assaulting a security guard. Around mm -hmm. that time, then people, um, I suppose what kind of came to the fore, like those stories came to the fore about him attacking like the Vietnamese, two Vietnamese men. His past kind of suddenly was less kind of romantic. It was more like this guy was a bit of a thug. Uh, so what he did was he embarked on these anti-bias ads. So like these, this kind of like anti-discrimination campaign. Okay. So since then, so then he did that. And then around this time, so he realized he was a bit of a joke. Okay. Yeah. And what he did was, that was the time that he basically decided to get serious about movies. So he uh, did a few really, obviously really interesting ones. The first one was a Renaissance man where he played a military guy. Okay. And it was generally well received. The next one, and I'd forgotten this film. Do you remember this film? The fear, fear. Do you remember that one about the psycho boyfriend? And the whole idea was like it was your dot. Basically, it was every father's worst nightmare. He was this psycho boyfriend. Who was? The oh female my god, lead? it was brilliant. Will I look it up? Yeah, do. Uh, well, do you remember Sandra it? Bullock, was it? No, was it Drew Barrymore or someone? Oh, that's was it Drew Barrymore? To... It was Nicole. Oh, Reese Witherspoon. Absolutely brilliant. I think that's why when you said Drew Barrymore, Reese I could think of her when she was in Scream. It was yeah, that yeah, you know, yeah. the blonde. I was like, oh, oh. That's and you know, that whole thing of like the older guy, he charms the family and like he's this total psycho. It's actually such a, it's Ooh, such a scary one. It's yeah. really, really good. Um, So he did that. He also, I he did the Basketball Diaries, which I had forgotten about. Do you oh, remember? Yeah. yeah. That was very big. Wow. I mean, it was the American equivalent of train spotting, really, yeah, wasn't we'll it? Yeah, we have to do that one, actually. We, both of them. I absolutely loved Leonardo DiCaprio in Basketball Diaries. It's a fantastic one. So uh, the turning point for him really was um, Boogie Nights. Okay, so when he played Dirk Diggler fantastic film you often hear me waffling on and bemoaning the fact that porn is so sad but I mean that mm. is a film that really explores the dark side of porn isn't it I know by the way speaking of porn you need to listen to the butterfly effect it is Why? 
fantastic it's basically John Ronson it's only it's like an audible thing it's only seven episodes very short he examines the impact uh, the ramifications of one guy basically making porn freely available and it's like the butterfly effect like how it affects like these disparate people in like disparate countries around the world so like one guy's decision to one guy's um venture which was to make porn freely available and it basically looks at like how that impacted all these different people it's really good okay but why are you telling me i need to watch this because you're making it sound like i'm into porn okay you're making it sound like i'm on the verge of starting to like just like make it or something so he did and that was really well uh, received now do you want to take a guess what was the film that he was nominated for best supporting actor i would say one of my t- easily one of my top three films ever. I think it's so underrated. Oh, I don't know. Will I give you another actor in it? Yeah, Jack Nicholson, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson. Irish Americans in South Boston, The Departed. I've never seen that. Oh my god, it's fant- you have to watch it, Emma. I'm not even joking. Oh, okay. You have to do it. Sorry. So he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Um, what was nice? A couple of nice things as well. Age 42, he went back to graduate from high school. Uh, for a play drum. Yeah, went back. He said he wanted to graduate for his kids. He has four kids say, yeah. with his Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Rhea Durham. Uh, love the fact that like they're, you know, they've been together for a long time. Just one of like one of those Hollywood couples that seem, you know, genuinely to have a really lovely relationship they've mm. been together for a long time i love the fact like you know they're on a holiday she doesn't give a fuck she just looks like an ordinary mom all the rest he's there with the bod it's like clear that she sleeps on while he's doing his regime and i fucking love that yeah he also um is very like he's very open about his whole criminal racist past and all that he actually met one of the guys that he attacked Oh. Uh, many years ago and actually I'll find this out I just thought it was a nice quote from the guy uh, after almost 28 years Wahlberg was after Wahlberg was arrested for assault he met his victim Johnny Trin face to face Trin stated he paid for his crime when he went to prison I'm not saying that it did not hurt when he punched me in the face <laughs> sorry for laughing but <laughs> understatement of the century but it was a long time ago he's grown up now I'm sure he's his own family and is a responsible man so one thing he's been a big advocate of is like um kind of getting people in his own his I suppose like his native community like off the streets like mm. in South Boston so he set up the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation um so like that does a lot of work with people as well he also has these tattoos one of his tattoo he did himself with a sewing needle when he was 12 a little shamrock oh, oh my god ladies if you see a man with a self-tattooed shamrock on his hand i mean i did give myself a couple of piercings but i didn't give myself tattoos oh and he actually brought his kids with them to get them removed so that they would never get tattoos so like really involved um as i said yeah he also set up oh interesting he's a third nipple Third nipple. Yeah. Uh, 2013, random fact, because I do like the random facts. 2013, he bought a cricket team in Barbados because he's really into cricket. Isn't that so random? Yeah. The Barbados Tridents has, of course, the, you know, he's involved with the Wahlburger restaurants as well with the bros, which I like the fact that, like, it's like. 
Skip your know, brothers are kind of dig out exactly. to get a business going. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? So like, I know they're kind of um, positive signs. It's good sign. he has the old charities and stuff, but I suppose he's at the but level now, if he doesn't, he looks like a scabby to. fuck. Yeah. Now, look, he did come across as a bit of a twat on the Graham Norton, let's face it, when he was on with Michael Fast Fassbender, clearly pissed out of his head. Yeah. And Michael Fassbender is like, please, can I leave? Like, this is horrendous. But let's go through the regime. This is what you want to know. Yeah. Wakes up, Ash. Do you want to take a guess? Half three, is it? Half two. You lazy bitch. (laughs) Quarter to three. It's America, so it's obviously what time? Prayer time. Okay. 2.45. Quarter past past three, when you're having your your Maccas, your three o'clock Maccas, he's having a double sausage because it's breakfast time. Okay. Breakfast time at quarter past three. 3 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. workout. 5.30 a.m. post-workout meal. Because you want to treat yourself. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not all work or no play. Shane's getting the 6 a.m. shower. Just going through Mark Wahlberg's regime, Shane, Shane as you oh, get your beers there. Partner. 6 a.m. shower. 7.30 a.m. golf. Now, there's a window there of an hour and a half. I don't know, is he in the shower for an hour and a half? Or there's an, an hour and a half unaccounted for. <laughs> 8 a.m. snack. Snack. 9.30am Cryro Chamber Recovery Doesn't sound very Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation Does it? Where, where With is his Cryro Chamber I don't think the fucking youths are allowed in there Do you? It's a bit kind of Well when he has that hour and a half free I don't think do you he's know what I mean? down like, at the centre Priorities Mark Half ten a snack Because again treat yourself You know 11am mm. family time Nice to be scheduled in, isn't it? When they're Meetings, all stroke work calls. 1pm lunch. 2pm meeting stroke work calls. Now, 3pm, okay, pick up the kids, okay, at school. Yeah, just nice. School. Yeah, nice. So what's the family time at 11? 11am, Jesus. 3.30pm. Okay, another snack. We're having a lot of snacks. Okay, mm. I hope he's working this off. 4 p.m. <laughs> like workout. Hashtag number two. In case he can't do the maths. That's the second work ta- oh, what's workout. Oh, what's he meant he was doing the poo? 5 p.m. Like he's re- shower. He's really another one schedule. of these mystery showers. Okay, he's allowed himself a half an hour just for this shower. 5.30 p.m. Dinner stroke family time. And then he goes to bed just before Carrie at 7.30 p.m. It sounds to me like him and his missus had an argument and she's like, you don't do anything around here. You're not doing anything. You're wasting your days away. You need to get a grip. And he's like, look, this is what I do. I do do stuff. And she's like, getting up at half two. So he's pretending he's getting up at half two. He's not. (sighs) God. Anyway, uh, he's worth 255 mil. In case you're wondering... I do think, I think now Ted 2, we'll forget about Ted 2, but Ted 1, he was great in that as well. I mean, he's been in a lot of movies recently. But he did kind of cast himself, didn't he? One cringe line in Ted, you know, that first cringe when, a cringe moment, well, the first film, there's a serious cringe moment where Mila Kunis talks about uh, the fact that he's the best looking guy in Boston. And I just thought to myself, seriously, mm. is this just Mark Wahlberg's wet dream? You can see at the table read, everyone just throwing eyes at each other. Just going, Do you know what I mean? No one had the Myla balls Kunis, to speak up. Somebody wrote into the script, Myla Kunis is like, listen, thanks for having me, Mark. Very good <laughs> of you. Very good. You're the, you're, 
You're the soundest fella in Boston. You know what oh, I mean? Like, anyway, <laughs> that's Marky Mark, the first man who gave me the feelings. Mm. Well, not the last. That. Not no, the last. No, not the last. And not the most recent. Okay. Yeah, I no, good to, to clarify that. I need to... Um, okay. Well, this is both of us. But remember, um, Gavin Highland. Love Gavin. Gavin Highland 92 on Insta got in touch. And he gave us some suggestions. That better not be born in 92. That better be got his fucking email in 92. Oh, I, I'd hope so, Gavin. <laughs> Thanks, all the same. So um, he got in touch and he was just recommending some episodes, some topics. And we will be delving into them soon, Gavin. So that's just between ourselves and Gavin. But do get in touch, guys, if there's anything you'd like us to do an episode on. Oh, yeah, because a lot any. of people have. And it's good because sometimes you see one and you're like, yes. Yeah. Why haven't we thought of that? Any so little questions, any little bits or bobs you want to know, or if you just fucking want to have a chat. Um, not too much of a chat, though. Not, I mean, <laughs> like, we're not getting up and half two in the morning, but we don't have a lot of time for the chat. Yeah, I mean, there'll be, there'll be four back and forth messages, but then we like you really have to fucking call it then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just maybe... Just one singular emoji. Once I've sent, yeah. Once I've sent the emojis, we have to finish the conversation. Okay, I've been Judy J. (laughs) (laughs) That's just obviously me talking about somebody I know personally. It's not about you, listener. I've been Judy J. I've been Emma Doran. Have a great week, guys. Hope you do. Best luck, please God. And we'll talk. Keep us in your prayers. That's so not an MOH to end this podcast. And we'll see you next week. Or we'll, we won't actually literally see say you, a prayer. Look, say a we'll prayer for your next week. We won't chat to you either, but you'll hear from us next week. Okay, bye now. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.